If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief. And you're listening to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Now, finish this fight. Podcast Unlocked. And this is Podcast Unlocked. Hi. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. That's a pile of headphones. Yes. <laughs> in the middle of the table. Nobody ever uses these. <laughs> Not anymore. Why are they here? It's, uh, it's art. This is well, a piece yeah, that we yeah. don't. Piece Pro- of professionals yeah. would use them. Yeah. But sure. we're not. We just to like. Gauge levels I don't think, why yeah. And, oh, yeah, that stuff. This table looks like a garbage factory. I think the microphones yeah. work. We'll just go with it. I sure. don't need to actually hear no, it it's fine. in my I'll brain. Destin's going to test it. How's that sound? Uh,. Yeah, it's fine. I guess. <laughs> that'll, that'll do. It's fine. Good Quality. enough. High, quali- high quality <laughs> radio. Good enough. That's that's number one uh, podcast quality for the number one Xbox sure. podcast uh-huh. in the world. Seems about right. Good. I like it. Uh, what else? Oh, so yeah, it's April second. Technically, we're recording on April first today. We got a little. We have, I have a, we have a big meeting tomorrow. April yeah, can't make nor- usual show time, so yeah. had to rearrange. Uh, April Fools was fun this year. Did Some you guys stuff. get April fooled? Nah, no. I, d- I did by Phil Fish. Oh, that, that was bastard. Sad. That was sad. That was some yeah. serious. That was some high level trolling right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, did, I'm making the game again. Just kidding. Not really. I guarantee he's making a game. Yeah, it's probably Fez too. <laughs> yeah, Fezzer. Fezzer. Fez. Fez hard with vengeance. Yeah, Fez hard with the vengeance. That's Fez. really good. <laughs> Uh, it's three. Yeah. If you guys didn't see IGN's, by the way, it was a joke. The <laughs> whoa, Op- Optimus Prime and Titanfall. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't real. That video was real good. Wasn't that yeah. amazing? That Seriously, really ended up no. we're all able to toot our own horns because none of us had anything to do with and the nothing, video, so. and yeah. nothing at all. As all Matt Gravish, Mike Horn, Brian Altano fits the idea. Yeah, Mike Pereira wrote a bunch yeah, of stuff. Pereira did some writing. Dave Fenoy and Troy Baker provided yes. voices. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people helped with that project. Good job to them. 
Yeah, it is too and bad. Hooray that us! It's not real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It yeah. would be amazing. That yeah. black stuff. The more like, God, I, I want DL. Like, I would love paid DLC of just rad robots. Uh, in that Optimus game. Prime, yeah. Voltron. Yep. Yeah. Johnny Gundam or whatever the Gundam guy is called. <laughs> whatever the Power Rangers <laughs> robot was. Yeah, Johnny Power. There, yep, Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Johnny Mnemonics. <laughs> Johnny Five. That horrific obscenity creature from the end of Mass Effect 2. Okay, oh. not really. I'm oh, kidding God. about that the one. baby reaper half <laughs> yeah. 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 Great game, except that part. Um, the end was the best, where if you paid close... Go watch it again and look at the fine print. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. The fine print oh, yeah. on yes. that video is yeah. really good. Yeah. Is money in the bank. Prime time. <laughs> To uh, your left is Mitch Dyer. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I guess <laughs> other people, that, other people that work that here. <laughs> God, we're good at this, you guys. Hi, my name is Mitch Dyer. I... You've been sober for how long, Mitch? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Three minutes into the podcast. <laughs> yeah. introduce ourselves. This is water, I swear to God. <laughs> sure. Who are I'm you Destin. over there? <laughs> uh, to Mitch's left is Destin Legary. Hey, everybody. Whoa, that guy weird. Hi, I'm Marty. Mm-hmm. Hey, Marty. Hi. What if we were That's the Channel 4 interest. Ron Burgundy news team? What? Oh Who would... So I think I would be Ron Burgundy just because I'm sort of like the point man on this thing. Did I take a bunch of drugs and not... I'd be Veronica so, Corning's son. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> Destin is Brick. I killed a man with a trident. <laughs> Good. Good. But what does that leave? All right, it's so your Veronica Corningstone then. No, or I'm, I think I could be Brian Fantana. I've dabbled yeah, in that's things what I think. similar to Sex Panther before. Which one's right? He? Paul Rudd. He's yep. the slick, yeah. slick, cool guy. Mitch right. loves sports, so he could be. <laughs> he's uh, IGN sport guy, champ kind. You yeah. said whammy before. I yelled. I yelled baseball in the office yesterday. It was opening day. You yelled baseball. I yelled, yelled baseball. the word baseball. Yeah, yeah. because he heard I was looking at baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Got my dad's MLB TV subscription. I'm good to go. That's a kind. You're a kind son. When yeah. I go outside. No, I, I know. I received everybody. his. I oh, you got his. Shit. Oh, I see. I bought him nothing. You said you were getting it for him. No, I got it from him. Oh, from him. <laughs> <laughs> Rearranged. I was all right. Yeah. I was dyslexic He's like, I on that. I think I already have too many devices. Like, well, then remove it from your PlayStation 3. I don't care. Give me it. Yeah. <laughs> that is the that subscription is the best though because it's you can watch on its computer. 360, yep. Xbox One. PS3, which, PS4. Or, yeah, PS3 or PS4 if you prefer those. Or uh, iPad or Is that some uh, iPhone. sports thing you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, okay. every Major League Baseball game oh, out of okay. market, which is good for me because I root for an out-of-market team. So mm-hmm. that's, Me too. That is a plus. Boston Market? Right. Go Tigres. No. No? Tigres? Yeah. I forbid T-Grace. that. I forbid now, that. if only HBO could figure out how yeah, to deliver right. the same experience... I will say though the, Game of Thrones the, the uh, there was a funny I tweeted this out on over last weekend the Xbox One MLB TV app finally came oh, out because they you know they promised it there was a press release that went out last Monday that said Xbox One MLB TV app is now available and then it never it didn't wasn't <laughs> really? out I thought it was, out. was wow. not out great job everybody uh, so finally it hit over the weekend which a Twitter follower kindly alerted me to so I, I downloaded it checked it out. It is, and what's funny is MLB sent out an email to customers, the MLB TV subscribers, that said, uh, so uh, due to shifting resources at Microsoft, this is going to have fewer yeah. features huh. than the 360 version does, did what? last year. Mm. This is not a joke. They completely threw Microsoft under the bus yeah, and were like, it's not our fault. look, they <laughs> developed a crappier version of the app just to get it ready in time for opening day. Wow, wow. I'm, I'm reading between the lines on that last yeah. part. 
But yeah, it's you can't split screen anymore. You used to be able to watch. You could on the 360 one, you can watch two games at once. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. That's rad. It's just like one for each eye. <laughs> yeah. So much baseball in my face. Yeah. Now you can't do that. And also on the 360 one, when you would B button, when you would back out of a of a game back to like the main menu with all the scores, mm-hmm. it would keep the game going in a window that you yeah. had had up. Now it cuts the feed. Cool. And just brings you back to a static scoreboard. Oh, that's wonderful. That's really dumb. Yeah. So they they claim that they're going to roll out, you know, that they're going to add the features back in over time. It's like, well, gee, the this MLB TV app is weirdly a weird mirror of the the Xbox One itself. Like, well, all these features we yeah. used to have, they're not here anymore, and we're going to slowly add them back in. <laughs> Microsoft should put someone else in charge of next. Microsoft Xbox. needs some big changes. Mm. Yeah. That would be mm. helpful, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. God, if only... If only someone we liked was the head, new head of Xbox. Mitch? I accept the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> My first order of business, remaking Gears of War every year for the rest of time and only distributing it to Ryan McCaffrey and Marty Sleepo. Yay! <laughs> Gears of War 2? Shit, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Razor hail. Yeah. Razor hail. Yeah. I thought of you last night, Marty. Good. We Whoa. got... <laughs> we, yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, At midnight, <laughs> okay, when I was <laughs> playing in bed. All right, let's plow through, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys want to see where this goes? Yeah. Yep. Marty More than does. anything. I know. No, it was really hailing at my house last yeah. night, which rarely happens. Yes. And I was uh, up in bed while I was pleasuring. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it went where I didn't want it to go. Yeah, no, the hail was up against the glass, and I just thought I was laying there trying to go to sleep, thinking of Marty going razor hail. <laughs> We know. never get hail here. Yeah, I, don't. I don't know why I do that. I sort of invoke uh, the Macho Man yeah. slash Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, it doesn't really yeah. sound like Marcus at all. Nope. <laughs> does not sound like Bender and Jake. Nope. No. Oh, whatever. What yeah, you that would do? be like, oh, razor hail. And you're just like stretching it out, adding a little Slim Jim to That's it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> add a little Slim Jim to it. Take it to you night, add a little Slim Jim to it. Jeez. Uh, you goosing? <laughs> yeah. By fine. the way... <laughs> It was looked up. Uh, yeah. I, we were both correct That's on the true. goose That's thing, true. okay, really? last yeah. week. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody wins. We IGN's here. Goose yeah. Brothers over here. That was like a weird uh, Nintendo mod that I played uh, in the 90s. You remember, like, Naked Punch-Out? No. What? No. Uh, was that, like, Naked Tomb Raider? Y'all look up. That, no. It was, what what we mean, Womb Raider? Oh, Jesus That was a real thing. No, Naked Punch-Out was real. I don't believe you. Just look it up. Google right now. Google Naked Punch Out. Then especially I'm if you're get at work. All sorts of weird videos. Especially if you're Safe at work. Search turned on. <laughs> yeah, not at work. I'm not googling that. What are you guys crazy? Oh Our man, Marty we did some bad stuff earlier. <laughs> we did. We had a weird day. We visited some weird subreddits today. <laughs> I love uh, you guys. It's best that we don't talk about yep. that. So uh, Phil Spencer calling in today. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Why is he calling? Why? Because <laughs> he has news about himself oh, to share. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What could it be, guys? I don't, I don't know. know. Is he pregnant? I, it's he, possible. He's got a sweet new t-shirt blazer combo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get when you're head of Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. They hand you the there uniform. You Same blazer, new Sunset Overdrive t-shirt. <laughs> Want to point out my cappy shirt? Way better than his. Mine's got Ooh. Jeff Leppard petting a cappy on it. That is pretty good. Suck it, Phil. Where'd you get that? <laughs> I got it from cappy. The gauntlet has been <laughs> yeah. thrown down, like, Phil Spencer. Step up here, cappy shirt game, Phil. <laughs> It's on. I can't wait till E3 when Marty gets his Blinks reboot t-shirt. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Wait, now that way. we have a man on the inside <laughs> at the top. That's true. <laughs> Phil. That is true. But yeah, Phil Spencer, head of Xbox now, yeah. got promoted. Excellent. Marty As predicted happy. on this very show yes. last week. Marty was saying earlier this week, like, how weird is it the head of Xbox listens to our dumb baby podcast <laughs> where we just yell about Razor Hail and yeah. goosing. Yeah. <laughs> and horrific segues. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But some are pretty Violently good. Violently. <laughs> uh, yours are pretty good. Out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Phil Spencer deals with us. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> In his own free time. Yeah. Because like, he wants to. Yeah. Like, gee, I guess we better see what's going on. Who's got their finger on the pulse of the Xbox community? It's these <laughs> psychos. <laughs> it's these nutcases. Uh, uh, yeah, Phil's going to call in. We'll talk all about uh, his promotion to head of Xbox. Indeed. Right after the break, actually. Oh, oh look at that tease for the next segment. Ring a ding a ding. If only there were a commercial that we made mm. money off of. <laughs> Instead, there's just this cool musical interlude. IGN's number one Xbox podcast, the podcast on Lock presents the news Unlocked. Welcome back to Podcast Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox podcast. Marty Sleva. Ryan McCaffrey, Mitch Dyer, Destin Legary. And uh, big news this week, as we tease at the top, mm-hmm. our boy. He's all he's all grown up. <laughs> all grown up. Yeah. All grown up. <laughs> Phil Spencer being promoted, named the head of Xbox. Mm-hmm. He will now not just oversee Microsoft Game Studios, but uh, which is, of course, for all first-party software, but all third-party software relationships as well. Mm-hmm. Everything Xbox, everything software-related, falls under him uh, when Stephen Elop does officially come on board because he's still technically transitioning over he'll mm-hmm. still run hardware things but for all intents and purposes Phil is the man mm-hmm. yeah. running uh, all things Xbox and yeah we did predict it last week mm-hmm. go back listen to the listen mm-hmm. to the file the week after you straight up asked Phil hey are you going for the head of Xbox job I, I asked him to his face <laughs> I have it on tape I said are my exact words were are you in the running for Mark Witten's job, and he said no, and I and I realized well he wasn't he's doing that that got you that <laughs> gotcha move where he wasn't technically lying to me because but he wasn't in the running he well that and or probably that it he wasn't, probably already had it <laughs> it yeah. wasn't Mark Witten's exact job because Mark Witten was not head of Xbox mm-hmm. so and I see what you did there mm-hmm. Phil also yes. maybe he just winked at you and you missed the wink that's entirely possible yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a goof also Check probably legally he had to lie to you <laughs> <Yes>. 100% <laughs> yeah let's see well lie to this one loser yeah. that's asking yeah. me questions or suffer the wrath of my uh, corporate this is overlords idiot from that dumb podcast who <laughs> <laughs> won't just will not leave me alone do you think now that Phil's the head of Xbox he doesn't have to listen to us anymore like it was something he had to do before now he's like finally I'm free now he has to listen to each episode twice okay yeah. or yeah That's maybe the, yeah you, you think there's an, just an intern that has to listen to us now and hand, hand Phil notes maybe well what did they complain about this week <laughs> <laughs> why do they keep mentioning this cat this yeah. blinking cat what is blinks <laughs> Like, son, you weren't born yet. <laughs> it's okay. Well, we have a new game coming from Cappy. Uh, It'll, that's, that's you'll find matters. out all about what his time-sweeping vacuum powers are. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, what do we think about about Phil? You know, uh, speculated a little bit on the show last week. Yeah, I think what I said was he's awesome at what he's doing. Mm. His magic could be could make Xbox even better, but it's also kind of scary because what if – it's just like a huge job, and then the eye comes off the ball. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's, spread, he's spread too thin. He's not right. able to concentrate sure, yeah. on, on a single passion. 
This was something, yeah, I, uh, like, when it happened, everybody on Twitter was excited, right? Yes. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, this is good news. And my response was, of course, like, hey, Phil's that really smart Xbox guy we talk to a lot and is, every time he opens his mouth, he says something smart. And I'm like, yep, you, you get it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But seeing the developer response, like, developers across the industry who are like, they don't even make Xbox games, who are like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. This is, like, the mm-hmm. best news for Xbox. That widespread reaction was awesome. Yep. There was nobody who said, like, ooh, I don't know about that That's guy. probably the most telling sign, yes. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that developers were excited gets me excited especially that moment you know coming off you know a handful of months for both sony and microsoft of of you know really huge moves at the top and creative switches and and people stepping down people leaving you know it's the industry has almost been in this like weird sort of flux turmoil right and so uh yeah honestly this promotion is is it's in flux marty (laughs) no sorry (laughs) had to do it as soon as i heard it yeah couldn't pass it up i'm excited Uh, for us because he says great quotes like we're in it to win yeah that was a good quote yeah. yeah, and we just maybe that's if a nice headline. Maybe yeah, maybe he'll say that in like twenty minutes when maybe. we run that <laughs> when that inter, when he calls in live. <laughs> it's on the website already. <laughs> Shh, you're shattering the illusion. Don't. <laughs> oh, I blew it. Theater of the mind. It's radio. <laughs> Destin like wore a suit today because he thought he was gonna actually get the interview Phil Spencer. Oh, yeah, excited. That didn't. That didn't. That's not gonna end well for you. But so yeah, I, I think. I had a thought about this that maybe really puts it in perspective. I want to see how you guys react. So, Phil Spencer, now the head of Xbox. Let's co- compare him just from a from their track records and their sort of likability factor. The man who was the head, of, virtually the head of Xbox a year ago, Don, Don Matrick. Yeah. Don Matrick versus Phil Spencer. I hope that, like... How did we even get to Don Matrick? Yeah. And when you look at it like that, like, well, gee, we had this guy the whole time. What? I wonder if Phil Spencer makes as much relentless fun of Don Matrick as we do. <laughs> <laughs> We're so mean to Don. Poor but Don. you know what, though? <laughs> it's the thing. You, 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 gotta, you gotta eat your SHIT sandwich when you tell people that the... We have a console yeah. for you offline players. It's called the Xbox 360. Uh, and was he like ever media trained? Like they do media training. I, for I just all these you people. know some people are just not like you know smart. No, oh, I'm sure he's a smart okay. guy. No, he's he made a lot a, of money. Yeah. No, you know he just didn't. <laughs> I mean, but he screwed up the Xbox One for launch. Li- well, he did. Well, we we don't. Know. I mean, yeah. yeah. As a business guy, uh, you know he. The, the the Xbox One launch is on him. It mm-hmm. just is, and the the mistakes of the the communication and the the messaging are on him. Uh, but he, you know, for all we know, he could have been the most savvy businessman in the world. But sure, sure. just I would call it he had horrible stage presence, right? Yeah. Sure. Peter Moore, great stage yep, presence. Yes. Jay Allard, great. Yep. St- your yep, boy, I'm my boy. <laughs> there you are, Jay. Jay Allard, drink great, tonight. Yeah, great stage presence. <laughs> mm-hmm. Phil Spencer, great yeah. stage presence. Mm-hmm. Quality human being to yeah. speak with. Um, so why do you guys think they went with him? I mean, it seems obvious like, now, right? Sure. Yeah. But I mean, they, I feel like they realized that, okay, the last year taught us a lot. We really need to focus on games. Yep. 100%. Who's the guy that's going to do that? Oh, it's the guy that always says, let's focus on games. Yeah. Let's talk to him, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So do you, do you guys think, because it, it seems like an awfully big coincidence that, uh, Satya Nadella has taken <laughs> over. Microsoft, it's a, it's a new CEO. Because in the letter to employees, which, of course, always gets on the Internet, yeah. somebody forwards it to somebody. employees. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, he, it says, you know, it's from the CEO, and he says, I have 
asked Phil to, you know, I have appointed Phil to the head of Xbox. So it, this seemingly went all the way to the top. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe, you know, Bomber didn't think as well of him or or what have you, but... You know, it I mean, seems it like there's a structural is... thing too, right? Like yeah. they might have changed some stuff. Like Matrick left, and then Witten left. Okay, well, maybe we need to restructure the way sure. we operate. Right, and it's I mean it's complicated, and only the people who are there know. Yeah, I mean we've all been at jobs that go through major shifts like this. Yep, and and only the people on the inside really know the truth. So yeah, I doubt mm-hmm. we ever will. But um, yeah, it just does. It does seem like it, there, there. To your point, Mitch, that there has been a definitive shift in attitude. Uh, about the Xbox One and it's how it's doing and how it's being perceived yeah. within, within Microsoft. That shift, yeah. they're they're not the blinders have come off and they're like, all right, the numbers are telling us something. Yeah. And oh, the look fans, at the attach rate of games versus the attach rate of apps. And the, hmm. yeah, the fans are telling us yeah. something. <laughs> and I think you know we've seen a console that's making a pretty quick turnaround. Mm-hmm. Uh, both perception and yeah. um, presumably the sales will follow. I mean, I, at the end of the day, the the sticker price on the damn thing at four ninety nine is still you can't. That's the biggest sure. factor. Yeah, but at the same time, you look at MPD every month, and consoles doing really well. Both consoles yeah. are doing very, very well. What do you think of the the rumor that at E three they're going to change the name of it to the Xbox Fun? I'm on board with that. Yeah, I also wrote that rumor, and by wrote it, I mean I just made it up right here. Should I go news that now? Yeah. Do I have to news go? It. ASAP news tops. <laughs> I love that the pen that I specifically left in here so I could take show notes. It's been it's been stolen. It's gone. It's I got I, I can't take my phone Only out to you take had notes. A phone. That well, he has man. a phone that's currently damn it, Dustin. Uh, Why are you You can run multiple apps at the same time. Uh, Everything is the worst. Sometimes analog is best, Dustin. <laughs> True. That's yeah. all I'm trying to True. say. We'll have to do it at a break. Um 2045, is that what we're saying? That the timestamp of this But I mean yeah, to the inside you know, we talked about <laughs> this is how we so, work. So, what do we? How about let's before before we move on from this segment. What yeah. do we think? You know, what what do we want Phil to? You know, if we had voted for him, if this had been a campaign, right. and we didn't. You know, what what are the things we? What do we want to see him do? I mean, Phil is already talking a lot about. Hey, we're focusing on games. We're gonna have a big stage presence about games at E3, and indie's a big thing. Yeah, I want to see. In the same way that Sony has been active about seeking out indies yep. and finding unique and interesting games like you know Journey, Unfinished Swan, it'd be Rhyme. great to see. Rhyme. Rhyme. Yeah. It'd be great mm-hmm. to see Phil take a similar initiative to go out and seek out Xbox exclusives uh, in a more aggressive way than we've seen in the past, uh, whether they're indie or not. Yeah, because it seems like they've just kind of abandoned that whole market. It does and seem that way. It's really crappy because now Sony's getting all the positive press because they they're like, we'll take them. It's yeah. the difference in yeah. marketing, right? Like you look at yeah. every day we're writing a story that is cool indie game announced for PS4 and Vita, cool indie sure. game announced for PS4 and Vita. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that for Xbox at all. Yeah, maybe once a month when they say, here's 25 indie games coming to Xbox One someday. Yeah, someday. Yeah. Yeah. Here it's like game announced, release date. Game announced, release mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. If he could make the resolution 1080p mandatory, just so I don't hear about it anymore, <laughs> it. you know, like make that a mandatory thing. Just I, like, I just have a filter on that, my life that. where I just don't pay attention to anyone who says that. Ooh, well, yeah. I mean, those You've stories been, like, mentally do blocked. huge numbers. Those stories do huge numbers, and I just like to hear him like make it mandatory that it runs at least. That See, no, I mean, I, I would, I don't, I would rather have. A slightly rate. lower resolution and have a have a smoother yep. smoother nope, experience. 60. Make sixty mm. mandatory. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Either. No. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you don't need 1080p or sixty. No. no. Um. 
Yeah, I agree with uh, everything you guys said about indie games. Uh, also, I don't think it's going to happen, but I would like to see um, Microsoft first-party studios sort of uh, reach on par with uh, what Sony's first-party are capable of. I agree. Which hasn't ever really happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... But Fable Legends, man. Well, we've, we've talked about, though, how... <laughs> they just died. Yeah. You know, Microsoft's first-party strategy is fewer first-party titles, but they're all, like, blockbuster, tentpole sure. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forza, Fable... Halo, Gears, mm-hmm. you know, one Gears, I think it was, was it Gears of War 3 in whatever year that came out, outsold, outsold every Unchart. Sony first party uh, game. Oh, that was crazy. a bet that Jim and Greg made that year. Yeah, wow, that crazy. one game yeah. outsold the entire, so, you know, of course, gamers don't care about that. Mm-hmm. They would rather have the 10 good games than, mm-hmm. and what they sell, whatever they sell, who cares? Sure. But you can't, I mean, you, you can't fault Microsoft's uh, business approach, but I agree, like, I, I'm with you, like, as, you know, Forza 5's great. Um, I'm sure Forza 6 is probably going to add nighttime racing and weather finally sure. in a couple of years. And Halo 5 will hopefully be super interesting. I mean, obviously I love 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fable mm-hmm. Legends, I'm really – I don't even know what to think about that game. I need yeah. to be convinced. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what's the other one? Gears is, of course, a, a ways off yet. But that's and that'll be at least be exciting in that it's it'll be new one yeah. way or the other, new yeah. team. But, yeah, I'm with you. Like, let's – Let's dial it back uh, to the the old Xbox yep. days where there were a lot more first party chances taken. Yeah. You know, whether it was on a Crackdown Blinks. or on a Phantom sure. Dust or on a Blinks or something like that. What are you What are you giggling about because over we got, there? I this say, is our hundredth Blinks mention. I thought <laughs> I, the portal was going to open up and a Hellcat was going to come from it. <laughs> so you go in the you go into a bathroom, turn yeah. off all the lights, yeah. look in the mirror, and say Azuric three times, <laughs> and he will appear. Um, I think it'd be cool uh, to have some of these studios take sort of uh, an approach to how Ubisoft's doing it with smaller games like Child of Light and Valiant Hearts, where yeah. they're allowed to have these like dozen twenty person teams inside of uh, obviously a big AAA culture, yeah. uh, make these kind of smaller passion projects. That, that don't take quite as long and yeah. don't take as many human beings. I think Lionhead kind of did that with Fable Legends, or not Legends, uh, Heroes. Heroes? Was that what yeah, it was Yeah, but that was still I don't like... Know how many people worked on that? That was still... Yeah, uh, that was... I actually remember uh, interviewing the, the, the Ted, developers about that. Yeah, Ted Timmons. And he, he had said, yeah, we they they do kind of what um, Double Fine and a lot of developers <laughs> do now, and they sort of break off into a couple weeks of like a game jam, an yeah, internal yeah. game jam, and that game came out of that. Yep. So, But yeah, it's still, you know, it was had to have Fable on it. Like, let's see sure. something from them that doesn't have to have Fable yeah. in the name. Yep. New IPs are really exciting in a co- new console generation, and we got some of that with, like, I don't know, Rise is the only one that immediately comes to mind. We're getting a few more Quantum Well, breaks, Sunset so. and yeah. Quantum. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Still, I mean, that everything else we just talked about was a sequel. That is true. Everything yep. else. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I, you know, Gears, I, Fable, maybe Forza. I don't right. know if cool. Phil Spencer was just being cute or if he was trying to slyly send a message, but... On the day that he was publicly named head of Xbox, he changed his Twitter icon to the original Xbox logo. That was a great move. Which I, yeah, which is like, well played, Phil. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't notice that. Well played. I see what you did there, and I like it. So, um, yeah. So, congratulations to Phil Spencer. I mean, I think everybody, it was the one time, it's actually the first time in over a year that there's been a universally positive NeoGAF thread about about the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, not a joke. Like it was, everybody was like, "Yeah, Phil Spencer, he gets it because he does." Mm-hmm. And it, you know, go back. 
If you get a chance, if you're maybe you're a new listener, uh, welcome. Hello, by the way. Hi. Go back oh, and listen to, sorry. I believe it was, I don't know what episode number, but uh, early November, Phil Spencer came in here and he sat down with me for an hour and we had uh, we had a really cool discussion about you know the future of the platform and mm-hmm. what sort of his vision for it is and his his uh, you know what he thinks of various things like gears and I asked him about Project Gotham Racing and whatever else we talked about but it was a it was a interview I'm really proud of and I think yeah. you know it 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 says a lot about Phil if you were to go back and listen to it now. Mm-hmm. Speaking right. of Phil, he's, yeah. he's coming in right now. I don't know not why right you're now. kicking the three of us not, out, but not right now. Oh, not right now. No, I'm just we'll, kidding. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it after our after our news segment. So somebody do the next news segment because I have to take this stupid. Right. Speaking of Microsoft, I'll segue into this. <laughs> that is every. That is literally every segue for Terrible. this entire show. Terrible. Uh, so Ryan has a note on this news story. That says, Mitch, explain this real quick, and I have literally no idea what this story is. Yeah, the remember the. Uh, so the, I, I the know parity the, clause I know for the ID setup, at Xbox, which is yeah. that uh, at the ID at Xbox games, there's a, a clause for developers that is you can release your game on any platform as long as you don't release it somewhere before Xbox One. Like if your game is on Xbox One, it has to at least be on Xbox One the same day as it's on PS4. That's a dumb. That's dumb. It's You're real dumb. 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 dumb, dumb. Um, so I don't know what's the story here. Is it that it's well, not there, like Microsoft isn't changing there, that policy? There, well, there was an interview uh, in Edge with the other Phil Harrison. Phil Harrison, fish, a much different looking guy, giant 10, man, thousand feet mm-hmm. tall, mm-hmm. bald. Sat, sat beside him at the GDC awards. You look like a child. Well, I do anyway. But we <laughs> stood up to like anytime we stood up to applaud. Like, oh, Anita is the ambassador. Everyone stand and applaud. And it's like. What? <laughs> All of a sudden, a cartoon character. You're the shadow of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to climb him and stab him in the back of the neck, shadow of the Colossus. Like style. if he what? were, yeah, <laughs> take him down. If he were, take down the monster. <laughs> if he were blue, he'd be what's his face? He'd be Mr. Doctor Manhattan, Manhattan from yeah. from three. Yeah. <laughs> from uh, just having everything hang out. Watch yeah. Oh man, but yeah. So there was an interview with Edge, Phil Harrison, and uh, I guess they're they're just saying that they are. Open but not committing to getting rid of that parity clause. Which so is... that'll be gone in E3. That will be gone by E3. Yeah, <laughs> well, what that means. And that's you know that's something that Phil Spencer could do right away now yeah. that he's imp- and he and he, he could win power. over a lot of people. But I mean that I don't understand that clause because like we were at the uh, the uh, Microsoft Indie Showcase where at... there's Strike Suit Zero. <laughs> And contrast, like because, games well, that are already out. So, and I think that mm-hmm. both of those games are like different versions. Like, it's a different title. It's the director's cut. It's got another well, yeah. Level. Remember, because that was like uh, uh, Joe Danger. When yeah. that, remember when that came out? That yeah. was it was like the Dangerer edition, whatever the hell. Is special <laughs> I think it was edition. also a director's cut. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if Contrast has more stuff, but I'm pretty sure like for Marty, the indie game developer, to release his game on Xbox One and PS4, they have to release it at the same time or Xbox One first. That's foolish. Something I don't. Know, I, don't I don't fully understand the clause because I'm not a well, game developer with a vested emotional interest in it. But I should probably look this up. So if they dropped it, like what would they get besides goodwill? Uh, just more games. De- yeah, more developers, games. developers yeah, more developers, likely to. Yeah, more games that don't have to be altered. Well, with developers like two who would more say of exclusive content. No, no, no. Developers who would more likely be willing to make something for the platform because mm-hmm. they're not beholden to some clause that they don't agree with, or yeah. that would affect their business negatively yeah okay. i mean the problem is that if microsoft's extremely rigid about this sony's sort of the opposite yeah like, i mean look at octodad and mercenary kings those games hit pc and they got a little bit more money sure. presumably to finish the yeah. ps4 development mm-hmm. and now those games are coming yeah. to playstation same thing with outlast yeah. yeah 
video games. Yeah, yeah. and you're going to see a lot of those staggered releases. And I don't know, Microsoft getting in the way of that is detrimental to developers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, let's let's get back. Let's dial it back to. Let's see. I want another Limbo. I want another yep, yes. Braid. I I'm want, telling you, know, you, man, we're overdue for an announcement from those guys. Mm-hmm. It's got to be E3. Played it. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. Who's going to get it right? But yeah, I mean, think about it. We haven't had. What was the last great Xbox exclusive downloadable, you know, digital title? What was the last one? Mark of the Ninja? Uh, insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. It's the last one I can think of. Mark, Mark of the, the Ninja, Ninja was, was after that. I would say Mark of the Ninja. Yeah. That's yeah. right, Nels Anderson. I'm talking yeah. to you. Well done, Nels. Um, now developing your favorite game. Oh, my God. Firewatch. Firewatch. Where you watch fire. <laughs> Sequel to Little Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> and the Christmas Yule Log channel. God. This um, whole it at Xbox thing is pretty alien to me. <laughs> Speaking of alien... Alien Isolation comes out on October 7th. All right, can we go back to you saying id at Xbox? <laughs> That's ID, ID at Xbox. Id Software they at Xbox. On it. Doom coming out. <laughs> Independent okay. developers. Alien Isolation. Well, no, this game looks rad. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're very excited. We have big plans for this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's exciting. We're gonna. Yeah. Are we? Do, have you talked about this yet? Do you? We want shouldn't. To? Do you we should wait. Keep Let's, some secrets. We shouldn't. Uh, We're gonna make our well, own. Shouldn't alien we wait till we actually do it? Just in case yeah. anything goes horrible. Yeah. In a month, expect some something. On the <laughs> We're have, we have a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. For this game. Yeah. To cover this GDC. game. GDC. We're actually gonna. <laughs> a cool idea. One of we've done before. I had a face hugger on my face all morning. Yeah. I'm. How you doing, Mitch? I'm kind of woozy. It's really hard to write news with one of those. I'm, I'm so glad somebody got the Alien franchise and did something really cool that people are really excited for. Just hope it's not a big letdown. So I said the same thing about yeah. Colonial Marines when I saw it. Yeah. I was like, finally, a really cool Aliens game. Mm-hmm. And, How did that game turn out? Yeah, not great. However, so, people have played this one in our office at GDC. So okay. we, we have an idea okay. of people you know, quality play Alien Colonial Marines. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I'm, I, don't I don't know if it's just because it. it's an alien game or if it's like yeah. an... I'm, I don't know. Did Colonial Marines just ruin everything for everybody? Like, I don't believe anything no, is good No, I mean, that, it's, no, it's, that, that was a unique case where yeah. I mean, the, the, like the vertical <laughs> slice that was shown off was literally a lie. I mean, that was, <laughs> yeah. it was not what the final product was. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've, I've played a million vertical slices, and that's the one time that's ever happened yeah. Yeah. where it's just been, nope, you lied to me. This is not the thing that you sold me in <laughs> yeah. the box. Yeah. Classic Andrew Goldfarb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he had anything to do with that. Um, October 7th is not a great date. October 7th, that could be tough for them. I mean, yeah, they have the alien brand recognition, the tainted, cur- currently tainted sure. brand recognition, yeah, Destin? I got to disagree. Yeah. And, like, sure, it's after Destiny. Yep. Destiny may be a competitor. But if it's one of those really scary games, everybody on YouTube is going to be making Let's Plays, and that's going to make everybody want to play it. That does not guarantee sales. Isn't it might get another... attention, but it might not make it Outlast successful. Outlast was successful because you watched people play it and be scared. Yeah, but Outlast was also yeah. 20 bucks or Steam sales for 10 Yep. Like, it's, not it's, it's tough to do $60 m-rated horror like yeah. look at what happened at dead space is there another first person horror type game out this holiday too i feel like um, i feel like there was something Soma Soma was or next year. what's the welcome to the rapture is everybody's gone everybody's gone everybody everybody's gone to the rapture it's a <laughs> yeah, 50 cent that's like it's 50 cent blood on the sand three. Oh that, yeah was that was nelly dead light that was 50 cent was it 50 cent? later uh, no daylight is uh yeah. in like two weeks yeah oh okay real soon yeah, there's not really like a big. No, I, yeah, I don't know. for some reason I thought there was a sort of similar costume quest too. To... <laughs> I don't think that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure there will be another Halloween horror thing. 
Yeah. At some point announced this year. If it's as scary as advertised. Oh, oh, I, I know, I know. Okay. I remember just, you just uh, Evil Within is oh, yeah. out oh, in yeah. September. Uh, didn't they say, August. is it August? I think it might be August. Is Maybe. that the one that's called like Psycho International? Psycho Break. Psycho Break. That's yeah, what a terrible it. name. Uh, like Biohazard? Biohazard is a cool name. Definitely. <laughs> Resident Evil is a dumb name. Biohazard's uh, a good game. Um, I'm looking up Evil Within right now. Marty and I are going to see that game at PAX. PAX East. I will see it for the first time. Speaking Wait, which of PAX one? East, you can join us at Evil Within. Oh, Evil. some parties that you can read about on IGN Period.com. <laughs> you don't uh, even know. No, I have no idea where the party is. <laughs> you I wrote, wrote the that article. article, and I have no <laughs> idea where it is. Something Brewery. Harpoon Brewery. <laughs> Evil Boston. Within August 26th. That's okay. So, I was trying to vamp for him while he searched. <laughs> so, I mean, no, if you're, if, you're, if you're Sega in Creative Assembly, you've got to hope that a survival horror customer is going to buy more than one game. Yeah. Or, they, or that they don't buy Evil Within. That they're sure. going to wait and buy your game instead. Yeah. Because it is true. You know, they're only... That when it comes time to that fourth quarter, there's only so many dollars to go around. I mean, not everybody can buy every game. Yeah. It's just not out. And, goes. I mean, it's silly, but has Last of Us PS4 been dated? No. It's still like, it's, it's happening, maybe. I don't know. Didn't six million people buy it on PS3? I can't. Six? Lots. I mean, didn't Tomb Raider Definitive Edition sell really well, though? No, I don't think so. I mean, I no, for in I January, it. but yeah. I, didn't it disappear off the charts for Fed? Yeah, it was not it on, was on charts. Starts. Next gen people uh, are just like, I want something to play on my uh, console. <laughs> that was despicable. I'm ashamed I want to beat you with that mic stand right now. <laughs> oh. It's got violence. Justin's really. the other one not threatening my livelihood. I could. He threatened to beat you with a mic. I wanted to <laughs> he stamp jujitsu now. now. Karate. 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 I don't like the yeah. way this is going. Neither oh one whoops his ass. It does <laughs> same difference. Oh boy. I always have a bottle in my hand, though. <laughs> Come on, Dustin. What? You want me to threaten Marty? Like, no, no, I want you to segue us out of here oh, immediately. Okay. Speaking uh, of sexual harassment lawsuits, <laughs> Inagaki's game of Devil's Third is supposedly coming up. What? <laughs> Uh, Itagaki, super sexual that was harassing. terrific. Right? Uh, Devil's Third, so that's the game we know very little about. It's we the just game where the people with the swords and the guns ran on the walls, and yep. it, maybe oh, something wow, interesting Oh, wow, I totally happens. forgot about that yeah. game. Yeah, and so Itagaki, uh, the guy behind Dead or Alive and Ninja Gaiden. Uh, Excuse me. No, no, let's... The guy behind Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive. <laughs> Dead or Alive, Extreme Bleach. Let's get that, that, shit. that in order, shall we? <laughs> the guy behind... Not behind Yaiba. No. Yaiba. Yeah, supposedly we're going to hear more about that game later on this year. So, yeah, E3 probably. All that's been out there was an E3 trailer, I want to say three, maybe even going on four years ago now. I think it was 09. And it looked really, really rough and not great in that trailer Mm. because it was so early. But it's a third-person shooter. It's not... A Ninja Gaiden game, apparently. So a lot of time has passed since then. That is obviously. true. They could have redesigned it's be totally it. Totally different. I hope so because that game did not really seem that interesting at the time. And I if agree. It's the same thing five years I almost, later, however long I it's been. I assumed that. I put that in the same sort of uh, barrel as like insane. I thought it was just vaporware. I thought the game was mm. just done, but evidently mm. it's not. So, I mean, Itagaki knows how to make action games. He does, and that's yeah. why he'll, I'll definitely give him the benefit of the doubt. You yeah, know, he'll, sure. But know. Sony says they're still making Last Guardian. I guess there's hope for Devil's Third. Uh-huh. Crossover. I want a crossover. <laughs> bird, bird dog? You have to, uh, you have to, you have to sexually harass bird dog. <laughs> what? Is that the sequel to the Nickelodeon show, Cat Dog? Yes. Thank yep, you. It is. Thank you. In this week's episode, Mitch admits he watches Nickelodeon. <laughs> 
It's like a Mitch admits he was a child at one point. <laughs> I also absolutely watch Nickelodeon. It hosts the Ninja Turtles cartoon. I knew you were going to say that. Awesome. I knew you would say that. Uh, Shout out to you Kyle, can watch it for a podcast free. listener who animates that show. What do you yeah. think of the trailer for the movie? The Michael I thought Bay it was movie? awesome, and I'm the only person uh, who didn't hate it. I just, I, I I'm yeah, not saying the Michael film Bay. will be bad, but I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm weirded out by their faces. Like oh, they, yeah, they look, look like weird. weird. Lizard. They yeah. look like weird turtle people. It's an shocking like, turn of events. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in a way that disturbs me in a way the Ninja Turtles in any medium ever have never done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's sort of nightmarish. Also. Is Michael Bay not directing that film? I think I he's producing it. it. I thought he was it ke- everyone keeps it- saying the Michael Bay produced Turtles film, and I did not realize he was not directing just it. Just watching that trailer, it just looks, it looks like, like a, a Michael, Michael Bay, Bay film so much. It, like, I expect them to transform into a car. That would be through. rad. <laughs> you know? Um, no, I thought, lens like, flares all over the place, the slow-mo smashing into the car. God, that was awesome. And... What if yeah. it were just a mashup of every Michael Bay movie ever? So, like, at one point... Ian McGregor's like a clone running in the streets in the <laughs> Yeah, background. and then Michelangelo comes out and he's like, shit's about to get real. Yes. <laughs> Spinning panic shot as he puts his bandana on. <laughs> Bad Boys for Life starts playing. Shake your tail feathers. Oh. This is a better idea than I anticipated it would be. Oh, my God. Make a Bad Boys Ninja Turtles crossover. <laughs> yeah, 100% down. Bad Turtles. Uh, so the director is a dude named John Liebesman, who directed the horrible Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake and prequel. Terrific. Is that uh, where his credits start and stop? Requel? Battle Los Angeles. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I saw that in the theater. Why? <laughs> I don't know. And he was the director of the second Clash of the Titans movie. This guy is the worst. I literally <laughs> fell asleep two minutes into that movie. Uh, yeah, this guy's a... Oh, and he's currently assigned to an Odyssey movie because, no. yep, you know what? You can handle the biggest goddamn story of all time. <laughs> this is yeah, awful. Get us did, out of here. You did Clash of the Titans, yeah. Ninja Turtles, Battle LA. Yeah. You're the man for the Odyssey. <laughs> Seriously, I've lost all fate in mankind. Speaking of mankind. Ensign, lay in a course. Get us out of here. <laughs> speaking, speaking of mankind. Of mankind that was mankind, good. Speaking of mankind. Deus Ex Mankind Divided <laughs> is the name of the next Deus Ex game. Possibly. Yeah, that's not a question mark at the end of your Maybe sentence. Um, I don't buy this because we've seen like I feel like three hundred thousand, maybe four hundred thousand Deus Ex trademarks come up in the past mm-hmm. year, uh, all of which ended up being like a novel Books, or yeah. an iOS game sure. or a mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, so this could be a new game. It might also be literally nothing that we care about. <laughs> so we do know though Trading that card game. the right <laughs> the thief team was not the Deus Ex team. There were two separate teams yep. at IDOS Montreal. So that means, hypothetically, the yep. Deus Ex team there has been working on a I mean, next-gen sequel. they're doing Deus Ex Universe. They announced that game. Yeah. Whatever that game is, it's like this big, sprawling, maybe episodic kind of thing where it just mm. it's a, a Deus Ex team we want to live forever. So why would they do another game? I don't know. You're blowing my mind, Mitch. So when did, did, when did uh, Human Rev come out back in 11? 11? So that team ostensibly has been working on a game for two and a half years. years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably about time. I wouldn't be surprised if we see it at to announce it. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, sure that's, yeah. that'll be Square's big E3 game. I think is Deus Ex Universe. Mm-hmm. What about Final Fantasy 17? Lol. <laughs> Lols. I uh, think it's a MMO. Yeah, I don't know. All of mankind can play. What do you get? I read a story with a different name recently. Was it mankind? What if it stars mankind to hit wrestling from WWE? Yeah, with the sock in his hand and everything. Yeah, you can choose I want to play this game. You, choose... you come back wearing a tie-dye tank top. Yeah, you come back as Dude Love or Cactus Jack or Why Do I Know All This. He's the villain. Yeah, I'd play this. Don't you not have television and yet you still know all this? I had television this? as a kid. I don't know. I do, I do bar trivia. 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'd be I'd be stoked to see. Tom already uh, knows so much. Next gen or new gen or whatever we call it. Uh, I mean, I like. Yeah, definitely. Human Revolution was really cool. I thought I had a lot of problems, but yeah. I really like that world and will happily return to it anytime I can. Hundred percent. Except in the books. I hope you asked for it this time. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I did ask, ask for, for this. this. You guys are so cute. <laughs> I know. Can we move on away from news? Uh, yeah. Thank you. Well, marketplace report. Mitchell, Big what can we spend this week our money at retail? On? <laughs> literally nothing is out. Uh, so instead of that, you can spend $20 on Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate Deluxe Edition. This is the uh, okay Vita game that came out alongside Arkham Origins. Uh, it's the side-scrolling Metroidvania-y kind of comic book cutscenes game that apparently wasn't great, but still kind of playable. A better version of that is now on XPLA for 20 bucks. <clears throat> what makes it better? Uh, I actually have no idea. It's deluxe. What if it's worse? It's what if it turns deluxe out garbage that it's someone released a garbage edition. Like no, it's it's just worse by a long shot. It's just a Vita. That's game what on the TV. Square should call their Final Fantasy iOS ports. <laughs> Final Fantasy VI garbage Yikes. edition. I think and we all forgot Don Bradman Cricket fourteen is coming to Xbox three sixty according to not in Wikipedia. the United States. It can't. probably not. Wikipedia, not a chance. April Only in 3rd. India. Yeah, it's Cricket. I don't know. I blame you for this, Dustin. <laughs> Australia and New Zealand. We were way off with the games of gold last week. No, oh, once so again, nobody got them at all. What is it? Uh, so first up is Hitman Absolution, which uh, is awesome. Game is yes, rad. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot that of game. hate unfairly. It's super, super good. Play uh, it. Uh, turn off all the Batman detective mode yep, garbage yep, and play that game. Yep, it's yep. really, really challenging. It's one of the best Hitman games ever made. It's got all the best elements of blood money with a lot more versatility. The Shanghai level of that game is incredible. <laughs> yep. That's what I want like every level in every video game to be like. The that oh, open God. and that, that Getting, many possibilities. The escape in Chicago is like one of my favorite moments in games. It's just like such a tense ending to a level. Is mm-hmm. the one on the roof? Uh, the no, it's one at the train station. Oh, okay. Oh, where yeah, where you have to get the on the train. The police are looking for you in the crowd. Yeah. Ugh, it's so good. Uh, that's available for free for live members, gold members, until the 15th on Xbox 360. You can download get that. It. And you own it forever. Just initiate the download. If you don't have hard drive space, just initiate it. It's yours. Come back to it anytime you want. The game is awesome. Uh, after that, on April 16th, a Ryan favorite, Deadlight, yeah. is free. We both reviewed this game. You we both did. gave it really yeah. different scores. What? We both really liked it. Did you? I thought you were not a fan. No, I gave it like a B plus. B plus, pretty good. Oh, that's okay. about what I gave it. Yeah, an eight plus. An eight plus. <laughs> eight I was just like, like, eights like look like Bs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, game's really good. It's by the first game by Tequila Works, who's now doing Rhyme. Rhyme. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's a tricky side scrollers. It's like a zombie apocalypse. Really great atmosphere. Beautiful cool art. Story. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. And the, yeah, really there's, terrible so middle chapter. Right. But there's then it gets one, good again. There's one garbage chapter, the sewer level. Yeah. It's really bad. With the rat man. Uh, but oh, once, rat man. Once you get man. through that, it goes back to being amazing again, right, right up to the end. I yeah. mean, the, the the end is incredible. Yeah, the, t- the tutorial you're where you try to fire guns is awesome. Yeah. Yes. You're looking for your lost family. You're hoping that they're mm-hmm. still alive. Yep. Yeah. And it's yeah, that game's phenomenal. I didn't uh, really need to go back and finish it. I interviewed the lead on that game during my like Rome? one of my first podcasts on Locked yeah. a couple of years ago. John Tequila. John Tequila. Yeah. <laughs> John the Works Tequila. What do we know about his next project? Uh, it's Rhyme. Rhyme is it's a seriously the my f- most exciting PS4 game. God, like it looks, so it looks pretty. so cool. Well, everything that they were like, they're like, hey, it's like Eco meets Shadow of the Colossus meets yep. Yep. Wind Waker yep. meets meets my wallet. Take my money. Ah! <laughs> seriously, like take a Social Security card and 
yeah. identity thief him and then go to Forever 21 and buy your girlfriend some nice things. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> was that a Melissa McCarthy joke? I hope not. Identity <laughs> thief starring Melissa McCarthy and no, I was Jason Whoa, Bateman. Con- identity theft. Huh. Like the concept. Sign up for the PSN I've had my identity stolen. Good. I don't find it very funny. And I bet, I bet they immediately regretted it. I do not want to live the sad man's no, I, life. No, I took that dude to court. He was one of my old bosses. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. We'll talk about the story after. Yeah. That's a good that's story why, here. And that's why Casey Lynch doesn't work at <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Casey Lynch, I love you. Uh, Please don't murder me. He's bringing us Costume Quest, too. Yep. That's all that matters. You're gonna, you, guys, you guys are going to have a beard duel. Yeah, we are. Casey's We're running. hosting a party together. At we are. Pax East. At the Harpoon Brewery in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, you handled it really April well. April but... 11th. <laughs> 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 I lost the confidence halfway day. through the <laughs> Wow. That's, <laughs> the Mitch Dyer, that's Mitch Dyer's life in a nutshell. I lost the confidence <laughs> lost halfway, halfway through. through. Uh, that's Mitch, going uh, on your tombstone, yeah, my yeah, friend. Friday, April 11th, from 7 to 10 p.m. And then we go back to the... Convention Center, we go to Arachnid Theater? Arachnid, and it's Game Scoop Live at 10.30 with the two of us, Greg and Naaman. Uh, and Andrew we'll from The Escapist. Andrew from The Escapist. We're going to be quite drunk. It's Game Scoop 300. Yep. It's going to be big. We're going to dress up a cat with a garbage can and Hope a that's true. time-traveling thing. That sounds like a Damon initiative, mm-hmm. if I've ever heard one. Mm-hmm. Come to PAX. Hang out with us at PAX East in Boston. <laughs> All the, every week there has to be like one awkward look at the, look at camera. the camera. Are we doing a segment right now? Like, I don't this, even know. What is this? All right. Uh, yeah, that was it. So it's we will trivia. We will call. Well, no, we're gonna come right back oh, and talk Phil. to Phil Spencer. Oh, all three of us have to leave the room. So Ryan, you'll be interviewing him alone. Have fun. <laughs> right after these words. <laughs> So welcome to Podcast Unlocked. We're joined by a special last-second guest, Phil Spencer, our uh, our favorite Microsoft executive. Now, now the the only the the number one Microsoft executive. Hi, Phil. Hi, Ryan. How are you? I like the only. There are other Microsoft executives here. Well, the only one that our show cares about, that uh, that IGN cares about, is you at this point. Um, so I want to start off. You know, what do you see as your as your, you've just been elected? You, the inauguration has happened. Uh, we had the parade. What do you see as your first act as uh, as head of Xbox? What's what's the biggest thing on your mind that you want to get on top of right now? Yeah, the, in many ways, our focus that we've had on, on E3 in the year ahead isn't going to change. You know, that's uh, we I believe we have a strong content lineup coming. I'm going to be spending a little more of my time with some of our third-party partners. Not yeah. something I would have done in the past, uh, but you know, getting that E3 lineup straight. Frankly, meeting some new teams, the Xbox platform team, uh, that, that's not a team I've managed before, the Xbox Live team, uh, bringing in music and video together. So there's going to be a, a lot of on-the-ground work for me. But, you know, I think long-term, this is really about reinforcing our focus on games with Xbox One. When you take me, and, and you know, I'm honored to be chosen for this position, uh, but you kind of know what you get when you pick me, which is we're going to lead this platform from a gaming point of view. Yep. Uh, and I want to make sure that everything that we have in the roadmap going forward makes us the best place for gamers. So what's, uh, what do you see as the biggest challenge that you're facing now in this new role uh, with Xbox over the next two to three years or so? Uh, it, it, you know, there's opportunity ahead. We're, we're in a, a tight competitive uh, battle. We all know that. Both consoles are doing incredibly well. I think it's that's good for the business, but we're in this to win, so I want to stay focused on the on, on what we can do to win over gamers. I think that starts with games. 
I, I found that great gamers play games, and uh, I want to make sure we have the best place for creators, which is really why bringing these organizations together was really important for me. Because yeah. I, I know when you've got a, a first-party creative organization that's sitting right next to the platform team and the service team, you get great conversations about what would be possible, what could be possible, what new ideas are your game creators coming up with that can find the, those features directly into the platform itself. It's something that we've we've never really done. We've always kind of had two separate leaders, one of the platform team and one of studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in discussions with Satya, the, uh, the CEO of Microsoft, Terry Meyerson, the head of the OS team, and Stephen Eloff, you know, really focusing on Xbox success with Xbox One by bringing the teams together, I think creates the biggest opportunity for us. Phil, we've seen over the last week or two a couple of, let's call them just stealth uh, sales or even, to use the term, price cuts at at a few major retailers on the Xbox One. Is that something that's going to become permanent? Are you guys testing the waters with that? And as a a sort of uh, follow-up, are you in your new role empowered to make those sorts of decisions on the price of things like the console? The, you know, the, the, some of the pricing action, I know you guys talked about it last week in your podcast. I listened. Um, I yeah, that was retailer-driven. Those were not things that we were doing. Retailers were, uh, were, were running promotions as retailers were, will do. Uh, you know, I think about myself, my, my partner in this, uh, uh, Yusuf Mehdi, who's running the marketing and strategy teams. Yes. Uh, having success with Xbox is, is critical something that Microsoft's very focused on. I think this announcement is a testament to that. It's great to have the support of Satya and the SLT of the company, your leadership team of the company. Uh, and we're committed to winning in this space, and we're going to do what's necessary. So are you, are you or are you not then empowered to, to make decisions about things like the price point of the console? Yeah, it, it's uh, something as, as kind of uh, as ecosystem-wide as that would be a, a joint discussion I'd have with, with many people. Right. Uh, my focus really is on the, the product that we're building and making sure we're putting the best, uh, the best product for gamers and game creators out there. Uh, but we're, you know, all levers are there when we think about how we want to win uh, with this program. And uh, those are things that, that we're always looking at in terms of how do we create the best platform for uh, for our fans. Sure. So as head, as, uh, head of Xbox, which will look good on your business card, by the way, uh, what, are your, uh, what are your goals heading into E3? Uh, what do you want people to take away from the press conference this year? Uh, it's all about the games. And I thought last year's E3, which obviously happened in the middle of, of some kind of uh, fog a little bit, but uh, I thought last year's E3 was a good game show. Like we did, a, we had a, a strong lineup of content from Kojima coming out at the beginning all the way through Titanfall and everything that we showed. Uh, this year, I think, is going to be uh, another really strong year for us on stage with games. Uh, it's early on in the consoles when they've come out, you kind of get through the launch consoles. I think. Uh, Gamers and fans have a lot of conversations about things that aren't game-led uh, about the consoles. It's nice on the heels of Titanfall. It feels like for both consoles, we're getting back to, well, what games am I playing on the consoles? Where's the real strength? Yep. All the way from the ID games through your AAA games. Uh, and I want to make sure that resonates on stage. And I think we have a great console with great content for gamers. How do your uh, day-to-day responsibilities change with this, Phil? I'll be spending more time with 
from a, a very pragmatic standpoint, I have a, a larger set of teams that I'm managing. Uh, the Xbox platform team that was under Mark Witten is not a team that I've managed before. The Xbox Music and Xbox Video team are not teams that I've managed before. So that's just more management responsibility. But my real goal with bringing the teams together is how do we create that unified leadership team that's thinking about the end-to-end -end customer, the end-to-end -end gaming customer that we have and making sure we have the best place for those. And I'll say... For me, something that, that's been really important is also making sure we have that direct conversation with our fans and our customers, that, that we, we are part of our own community, that we listen to what gamers say about our platform, whether it's critical or praise, yeah. uh, that we take note to what's out there, whether it's on the podcasts or on forums or just in direct conversations that I have with people. Uh, I think that's an incredibly important input as we drive our strategy forward. Well, I'm sure uh, you should you should keep an eye on what your watch your Twitter followers like over the next you know coming days or weeks. I'm sure it's going to happen. Uh, well, I, I, I'm actually I, I want to say that the the people I interact with on Twitter have really been important to uh, to building out the program. Whether it's you know focus on games and gold, whether it's pricing, whether it's policy issues, I, I listen to what people say. I follow up internally if there are things I don't know about. Uh, I respond to the things I can, but I look at those avenues of having conversations with our, our customers and our fans is incredibly important. What are, so what are you now empowered to do in this role that you were not previously empowered to do as uh, the head of studios? Well, I'll say from my conversations with Satya about this role that was coming together, uh, he looks at Xbox as an incredibly important franchise for the company and something that we're relevant with consumers. We want to we're obviously have device ambitions beyond just what we're doing with the gaming console as a company, uh, and that Xbox brand and Xbox uh, success that we've built over a decade is something that we should be able to lean on uh, and something that we need to continue to grow. And that's, he's basically said to me, you need to go and create a winning Xbox plan, continue the success we've had with the most successful launch ever, continue to grow it, uh, putting a plan in front of the senior leadership team of the company that I think uh, can lead us to the next level of success is, is job number one, and that's that's what I will be sitting down with my leadership team to build. Is uh, will, will the will the rest of the company, will the higher ups and the sort of other touch points and arms of Microsoft leave you the hell alone to to see your vision through? <laughs> you know, I and, and maybe this is just an area where we differ. I actually think that the assets that the company has can be a benefit. Uh, putting the position in place of a head of Xbox shows that, okay, there's one person that's ultimately accountable uh, and has the authority to drive success of the product. I think that's a really important stake in the ground for the company, and as I said, I'm, I'm honored to be in that position. So that's something that uh, I think people should take as a testament of Microsoft's commitment to the, to the platform. Uh, that said, I think the fact that we are the Windows company, I have said publicly I want to see us focusing more on PC gaming and what that can mean. I think there's some unique synergies between what we could do on console and PC uh, that can actually benefit fans because we have fans that play on, on multiple platforms. Yeah. So I, I don't want to be completely left alone because I actually think there's areas for us to work as a gaming leader inside this company that can make our all-up uh, proposition to gamers better. What do you want to do? A couple more for you, Phil. I know the the the, uh, your, the handlers are probably getting ready to poke you, but yeah, it's shaking. <laughs> what uh, what do you want to do differently than as far as running the Xbox uh, than, than than what's been done before? 
I'll just go with it's me they picked for this position, and you and I know each other. You know I come at this from a gaming background. That's who I am. I've been in studios since the beginning, and when they when they pick me, you're going to end up with somebody who really looks at through the lens of technology and gaming how I want to drive this program, and that's going to be pretty critical to our roadmap going forward. It is making sure that we're winning with gaming, that there's no ambiguity about who, what the, the most important form of entertainment on the platform is, and that's games. Uh, and I want to, I just want to reinforce that through and through. That's, uh, they picked me and they knew what they were going to get, and, and that is what they're going to get. You told me at GDC last week that, uh, or actually it's your fireside chat rather at GDC that uh, that you you guys have been looking at you know VR for a long time. Virtual reality headsets are obviously uh, very uh, hot topic right now. So is this is that something where in, in your new role are you empowered to say green light and uh, an Xbox VR program? Yeah, I think we're empowered to to green light anything that we think would make our, our platform better to a broad set of gamers. And as I said to you there, you know, we, we've looked at VR, we've looked at a bunch of different technologies. Uh, obviously, voice has become a pretty important part of our platform all up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, the, the different, it's an incredibly exciting time to be in the gaming space. Congratulations to the guys at Oculus. They, they, did, they, did, they did well. Good job, guys. Uh, and uh, congratulations to Facebook on, on picking that company up. I uh, look forward to what they can do. We're, we're partners with Facebook as a company. be interested to see where that space moves to. But most important is just leveraging the assets that Microsoft has in research uh, as they continue to look at the next, next things that might be possible and getting that into our, our teams as soon as possible to help us think about how it impacts the Xbox program. So last question I have for you, Phil. Uh, what, what do you feel is the Xbox platforms as a whole, the platform's biggest strength? Uh, Xbox Live. I think Xbox Live and the community of millions, tens of millions of people who come together uh, to play together, to talk, uh, to see what their friends have done, to compete with one another. Uh, and I think it's just it's something that uh, has been an incredible success story for us on Xbox. I think what we see on the back of something like Titanfall is us growing the technology base behind Xbox Live uh, with our cloud services. We've got some things we'll be showing in the not-too-distant future that will show where that's going to go next. Uh, so I think the service itself is a real strength. I'd like to see us focusing even more on the technology behind that service and making new tools available to creators to, to get to the kind of next level of, of gaming uh, for for all of us fans, I think that's a, a real important asset for us. Well, uh, Halo 2 is arguably the killer app for Xbox Live, so I'm going to give you one more chance on this phone call right now, Phil, to announce Halo 2 anniversary before E3 right now. Well, we can, you and I can talk about some more theoretical features for a theoretical <laughs> game. It may not be under development. Fair enough. Uh, Phil, okay. congratulations on the new gig, and uh, we appreciate you coming on Podcast Unlocked, and we look forward to it. We, we, next time you're in town, we need to just have you on, just just sitting in on the show, not even to interview, just to just to be, uh, you know, hang out with us as we, as we talk about Xbox. Love to do it, Ryan. Thanks for all your support. You guys are great. Unlock Block. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah! All right, trivia time. Yep means we're starting to wind this thing down. John Wood, super fan from uh, Yukon, Oklahoma. Yeah. Yukon, do it, John. Nope.
Get on that microphone, Mitch. Hey, Marty, don't just don't disparage me from over there yeah, when, just, where uh, the microphone can't pick I you up. Didn't even want to give you the. <laughs> this uh, is a good question whatever. because I know the answer. Thanks, John. I think yeah, I know. You the like answer. this? Maybe feel good. Marty, you like Marty this guesses one? last because he's super confident. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, John Wood from Yukon, Oklahoma, writes in. Hey guys, what free HD movie was given away? Was uh, bundled with the HD DVD player for the Xbox 360 in US and Canada. Remember that peripheral? So he wrote RIP afterwards, and I think it should be the opposite of RIP. It's like whatever Hitler has PR. on his grave. They don't put RIP, you just put like good. He lost wins. his confidence halfway through. <laughs> Here lies Adolf Hitler. He lost his confidence halfway through Poland. Uh, maybe this was not such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we had phil spencer and then hitler <laughs> hitler came on the show this is star stuff boy the xbox really is evil it's oh man and microsoft can't catch a break anything okay well what are our multiple all right answers? so uh, <laughs> which film did you get a free copy of if you bought the xbox 360's hd dvd player add-on was it batman begins the perfect storm oh russell crowe mm. King Kong or Fear and Loathing well, Russell Crowe was not Vegas. the perfect story. No, he no that was George Clooney. <laughs> that was George Clooney. George Clooney. Clooney. Mastering Commander. That's yeah. the one. I'm Ooh. thinking, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of that South Park episode with Russell Crowe where he is, he's like on a boat and Are you yelling thinking of the people? bounty starring Mel Gibson from 1976 no. or whatever that was? Nope. Yeah, that was a good-ass movie. <laughs> it's a good-ass movie. Destin, <laughs> what's your choice? Well, I think it's going to be a perfect storm of correct answers. The answer is C, King Kong. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. That was really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to mislead people into thinking I'm I was Batman picking. Batman begins the... with a guess. <laughs> <laughs> that is also King Kong. <laughs> I know my guess is true, so I have no fear or loathing. No. Uh, yeah, it's King Kong. It's, <laughs> it's too bad you can't hear a facepalm on the podcast. Uh, why do people listen to this stupid <laughs> show? Yeah. You're all correct, though, yes. King yeah. Kong. Well done, Yay. boy. Yay. First time King I think Kong everybody's gotten it right in a while. Yeah, I remembered this one, too. This no. was uh, hard to forget. How many of you guys actually got an HD DVD add-on? No, I did. No, so I self-respect. I, we got one, we got one at, at, at OXM, so I did not buy one. They, they sent us one that we reviewed. And I bought one with real on. dollars. Brought one Sidebar. With real you brought one with loonies, so that's not real dollars. <laughs> Sidebar, the Michel Ancel Ubisoft King Kong game is awesome. Yeah, Peter Jackson's King really Kong good. movie the game. Easy 1,000 achievement points also. Very, I'll, I'll literally just finish the game. <laughs> just yep. finish the game and you'll get them all. It's like Half-Life with a giant gorilla. It's awesome. And like a lot of use of fire. Like you have a torch, you can set yep. things on fire. Also, and you break a like dinosaur's face in half. It's rad. Oh, it's God. not the prettiest game because it's just a port up from 360, but yeah. It's, yeah. it's a very good game. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of the uh, I thought it was probably the best looking launch. No, you are on drugs. Share some. I am absolutely on drugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the best launch. Uh, Project Gotham Racing Three, gorgeous. Um, Cameo. Perfect Cameo had great art. Oh, bow, Perfect bow, dark. Bow. That nail polish. But well, first I, I mean, off, <laughs> Kong looked better than the last two you mentioned. What? I, I was being sarcastic. Wait, what last two? The Perfect Dark Zero and Cameo. I mean, yeah, PDZ didn't look that great. I, Cameo was a really pretty game. Had really good art. Probably wouldn't hold up now, but compared to King Kong. Oh, I don't know. They're two pretty different art styles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One's realistic and one's not. A cartoon. But, I mean, even Call of Duty 2 at the time was really nice. Yeah, I remember that. No, smoke, gas effects. Effects. smoke effects. Smoke effects. I was going to say gas effects, but I think it's smoke. <laughs> gas are we, is, are we back, are we back to Hitler? 
<laughs> oh no, what has happened? <laughs> <laughs> There's Rommel. <laughs> Come back to me. And... It's it's the Wolfenstein segment from last week that's just like coming back like. <laughs> why are we why are we alive? My next diabolical scheme, they will buy the collector's edition of my game and not get the game. <laughs> is Bethesda Hitler in this case? Apparently. <laughs> this is why we can't have IGN Germany. Do we have IGN Germany? Yes. Uh, we do, we in fact. We totally do. It's I'd... just been shut down, though, after yeah. this show. Our bad. We will now take our credits to GameSpot Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler, why do you have credits? <laughs> what does that even mean? We all have HR emails yeah. at our desk when we yep. get back. Should we get us out of here? Yes. That would probably be a good plan. I, mean, uh, I was going to make a Watto reference, like your credits are no good here. And then, the you, make, and then you connected to Star Wars anyway. <laughs> God, we're on the same wavelength all the yeah, time. Let's all go I'll play Marty. Knights of the Old Republic. Heck yeah. And be happy. How about an HD remake of that, Bioware? Uh, they kind of did on iPad. Yeah. I need a controller. Uh, it's probably controller compatible. No, I don't want an iPad no. and a controller. Mitch, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks, Phil Spencer, for calling in this thanks, week. Phil. Indeed. Much yeah. obliged. Congratulations again on your new gig, and be sure to remember what got you there, Phil. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Ominous. Yeah. That's the, our, you know, it's our grassroots campaign. Yeah. We did it, everybody. We did it. Yeah. It happened. Couldn't happen without you. It's like, you know, the 2000. Uh, whatever year that was, Obama campaign, yeah, 2008. Wait. Yeah, we're the we're the yes, hanging we chad. We're the hanging chads <laughs> of the video game industry. Oh my god! If that was two, If we had two editors named Chads, the kind of podcast called Hanging Chads. Or hanging with Chads. I don't get this. Yeah, reference. please let me go home. <laughs> Is that like the delightful 1990s sitcom Hanging with Mr. Cooper? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Did you know that that guy? actually tried out for the Golden State Warriors, like the the real NBA oh, really? team. Like he was on a, like a 10-day contract because he was could it actually play. Wow. That does not seem like a very good contract. 10 day, yeah, well, you take what you can get in All the right. NBA. It's, it's NBA money. Still made more money than any of us will ever make. <laughs> in, in 10 days. In 10 days. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. What has gone horribly wrong? Outro, then he started talking about some basketball guy. I don't know. I'm going to fall asleep <laughs> on this mic. Sports. Yeah, so thanks, Phil Spencer. Thank you, mm-hmm. Marty Sleva. We'll follow you at McBiggity. Yeah, two Gs and two Ts, kids. Two what Gs. Are you, what are you working on that we two should Gs. be checking out? Um, That's a really good question. Oh, uh, this is going up Wednesday? Yeah. Thursday morning, uh, so tomorrow morning, I will have uh, my preview of Child of a Light oh, up on nice. the site. Uh, Ubisoft's JRPG, pretty UB art game. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers, mm-hmm. that game is real good. Bargo R- break. Rural good. Rural good. Sleva. Rural good. Rural good? Like it's, rural good. if you rural. live in an urban area, it's it urban. sucks? Yep. It's very rural. rural. rural that's how I get around in Bargos. I say rural good. <laughs> it's rural good. Yeah, and they're like, well, that's well, not that even, that's not even a real term. Yeah, that's not qualitative. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch Dyer. Yes, sir. At Mitchie D on Twitter. Yep. Or we can argue with you about Canada, I guess. Uh, Yep, you could do that. Or television shows that which i don't even know i don't whatever baseball we've given up yeah i don't have anything i'm working on that's not moment to moment news that's big soon maybe i got some stuff in the on the in the works top secret stuff yeah cool stuff you can find me canada stuff oh look at you you can find me at dmc underscore ryan i'll have uh for you baseball fans we xbox fans don't have we we don't have a major uh, a sim Major League Baseball game. Do we have We're going to get... Sim? 
uh, RBI Baseball. Oh, Remember yeah. that MLB themselves is developing yep. and putting it out on um, uh, mobile and every console known to man. Not that game will be right, but still I excited. I can't imagine, but I definitely want to try it out. Yep. Um, yeah, so MLB The Show, I'm reviewing that for PS3, Vita, and then later on the PS4 version because it's not coming out for an extra month. So check out my review on that uh, late at, towards the end of the week. I uh, they, they didn't even turn on the online stuff until okay. Tuesday. So I've only, you know, I need to spend ample time there. So that's why the review's not up yet. You done with that Vita copy yet? I haven't started. Damn it. <laughs> Patience. Hmm. I like that you're, su- you're like, you are a bandwagon baseball fan. Like, oh, the season started. I'm a baseball yeah. fan now. But you know what? We're happy to have you, Mitch. Yeah. Us baseball fans will take anybody we can get. Appreciate it. Go Tigers. Got just, I got Justin Verlander on my fantasy yeah, team. Yeah, you do. It's a wise move. That's right. I've had him for years he in blew, our keeper league. He blew league. it yesterday, though. Well, he didn't. I mean, he pitched all right. He did okay. He did okay. Yeah, yeah, By his standards, yeah. it was okay. Anyway, uh, what am I doing? Yeah, the that thing I just said, baseball review. Destin Legary at Destin Legary on Twitter. What are you up to, my friend? Marty, are we allowed to talk about? Nope. What? Nope. Yeah, I think we are. Nope. I don't know. Well, don't do it. Better safe than sorry. Don't do it. All right. Working on some exciting stuff. April 14th, part one comes out. I like Be that. ready for it. Mark your calendar. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> God. I hate you guys. Can we go? I think so. We're all the worst. I think so. Uh, for Phil Spencer, Marty Sleva, Destin Legary, and Mitch Dyer, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This was Podcast Unlocked, episode 139. Indeed. For God, for April 2nd, 2014. 139? Yeah. In 11 episodes, we're going to have something crazy. We are? Oh, man. <laughs> Marty's building expectations to things don't, I don't know Yeah, about don't yet. do that. Crazy! Yeah, we've got one more year till, more than one more year till 200. <laughs> Wait, what, when is 200 going to end up happening like during E3? Oh, God, you're probably Which right. would make our lives a... Let's just do five episodes next week to head that off. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get ahead of the curve. Yeah. Suddenly, Podcast Unlocked is daily. Yeah. Each, each show is 10 minutes long, but... Dude, that would be awesome. Figure. I would love to do a 10-minute podcast every day. Ten minutes isn't enough time, though. People people like to settle yeah. in on it's their first commuter. ten minutes with us. We never talk about video games. Our Dude, podcast all, every I would time listen would to never. a show every day that is nothing but the ten minutes of garbage that we talk about in the show. In the opening ten minutes would be great. It was a big outcry for more garbage all of a sudden on the mm-hmm. internet. Stop talking about games. Just talk uh, about. I, I don't doubt that our podcast is commonly associated with garbage. That's. <laughs> I've read some of the iTunes reviews of our show. <laughs> yeah. That's you're all looking at me. Yeah. No one else is talking. Waiting for you to wrap it up. All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Most of you get it there for free, but we're also on Zune, Xbox Music, whatever you got. We're there. Uh, And we'll see you next week. Bye.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.